Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz. I am an intuitive business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs who want to learn nervous system and strategy for six figures and beyond. I'm a boy mom to two boys. I curse like a sailor. I'm a headstrong Aries and projector in human design. And I've built two successful online businesses in the past seven years helping women just like you. I am so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hi there, welcome to this episode of the Magic in Your Business podcast. I am going to riff on what I define self-leadership as because I wanted to I want to share this because A, I want you to start to realize that you probably are a leader and to start to see yourself as a leader and why that's important in your business, why that's important for yourself, for your own like confidence, self-esteem and what my definition of self-leadership and leadership is because this will really help you get to know my values and my perspective on on life in case you ever want to work with me. Um, But also, it's something that you may benefit from just taking, taking my perspective and applying it to yourself. So I, okay, I want to give you a little background because I think it'll be helpful for the context of this episode. So I've been building business, businesses online since 2016. And as you may or may not know, my first like really successful business was in the health and fitness coaching space, but specifically it was in network marketing, which shout out to any of you guys who are network marketers. It is not an easy business. Like (laughs) whenever somebody achieves success in network marketing, it is like, wow, it's challenging because you're essentially all selling the same exact thing. The only thing that sets you apart in network marketing is your ability to brand yourself. And anyway, that's neither here nor there. I share that because I actually, when I first started this business, which is, you know, obviously what I do now and have done for the past two years, I was really ashamed of my background in network marketing. Cause even though I had built a really successful business, I felt like it wasn't valid. Like so many people have judgments about the network marketing industry, which I definitely get, especially being out of it. But I just felt embarrassed. I felt like it wasn't legitimate. I felt like, you know, people would judge me for it. I just had a lot of shame about it. Like, Oh, it's not a, it's not the same as this kind of business where I'm doing coaching, even though I was a health coach, but you get the point. And I remember I joined my first group coaching program and my coach at the time, who was like a seven figure mentor, she told me, she was like, you built a network marketing business. And I'm like, yeah, I built it. And I was explaining it to her. She's like, I don't think you understand that that business is so much harder than this business and you have nothing to be ashamed of. That is such a thing to be proud of because it is so hard and only people in network marketing would understand that it's just, it's, it's a different kind of challenge for sure. And it really helped me release some of that shame. And she told me, she was like, I actually started a network marketing business. You know, this is a seven figure coach. Like she has created a very successful coaching business. And she's like, I started a network marketing business and I couldn't get it off the ground. I couldn't get any traction. I had zero success. And I was like, okay, so, you know, it is something to be proud of. And I I don't know why I'm going on this rant, I guess, just to share with you a little bit about my, my background. But with that being said, my first business was in network marketing and in network marketing, the vibe is very different than the coaching industry. I mean, there's a lot of similarities and a lot of differences. And one of the things that was really, I don't know if it was ever like stated, but it's something I picked up on. And I think a lot of people pick up on is that leadership is about accolades. Leadership is about achievement. Leadership is about, are you the top on 
the leaderboard? Are you the most successful person in that industry? Leadership was all about your achievements and what you achieved and how much money you made and how your team ranked and how you ranked as a leader. And it was just very, very, very much about these external achievements. And that's what I started to define leadership as. It wasn't about who I was being. It was about what was I doing? What was I achieving? What like gold stars was I getting from the world, which is a really, really, really unhealthy. And in my opinion, completely unscalable version of leadership because checking off the boxes and getting gold stars from the world and achieving things isn't necessarily leadership. I mean, it's great. It's something to be proud of. I'm not saying don't celebrate your achievements and all that, but I know a lot of people who have achieved quote unquote, really, really great things that a lot of people would look at them and be like, wow, they're a great leader. They have a high ranking team, you know, speaking in the network marketing terms, they, they have 15 star diamond or whatever their rank is in the network marketing industry. You know, they are such a leader. And I look back and I'm like, not to discount them. Of course they must have some leadership skills to have achieved that, but you would be shocked at how little leadership that sometimes requires. And I just learned that by having a definition of leadership that was all about achievements and and accolades and how much money I was making or what I was accomplishing was constantly leaving me in this feeling of like, I'm still not a good enough leader. I'm not self-led enough. I'm not a leader. I'm not um, leading in my space. It just always felt like I was chasing something. Like I wasn't quite enough yet. And it was fucking exhausting. And I've also found that it's actually not what leadership is at all. Leadership isn't just fucking checking off boxes. Like you can get so many gold stars from the world, right? We know politicians who are supposed to be quote unquote leaders. And just because they're politicians and they have accomplished a lot, that doesn't make them a great leader. It doesn't mean that they're actually a person with integrity and a person who actually can lead. You've seen this. We've all seen this. People who are from the outside looking in so successful and they've checked off the boxes and the world can look at them and say, wow, what a leader. But when we see them behind the scenes, we're like, wait, 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 Like this isn't making sense because you are presenting one way, but behind the scenes, you actually aren't self-led at all. You know, you, you're, you're not kind to people. You're not an integrity. You're dishonest. Your marriage is falling apart, whatever it is. Again, this isn't to pass judgment on any of this. But I'm sharing with you so you have context. So that was my original definition of leadership. It was basically about what I achieved. What I have learned is that I had to redefine what leadership was. And I'm going to share with you in a minute why that's so important. But to me, I'll share with you my new definition of self-leadership and of leadership. And I have found it to be true over and over and over again is leadership isn't about what you achieve in the world. It's about how you lead yourself through the everyday challenges that you are for sure going to face in your business. And leadership, self-leadership in particular, is the ability to lead yourself and lead all parts of you. I'm going to try and like make this make sense in words. (laughs) Lead, Lead yourself and lead all the parts of you from a place of intrinsic wholeness. So what I mean by that is inside of you, there is a core part of you, your soul, your spirit, your intuition, your divinity, whatever you want to call it. This is the witnesser. This is the part of you that never changes. That is the core of who you are. Okay. 
And that's the part that is leading when you allow it to. And when we can take ourselves through challenging situations, challenging emotions, challenging feelings, when we can really be present with those and we can really approach it all from a place of intrinsic wholeness, that is self-leadership. So for example, when I'm facing a challenge in my business, or let's say, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a challenge that would be really common. Let's say you're facing an income dip, okay? You're facing an income dip. Now, a lot of people would say, well, a leader is somebody who never has income dips, which is bullshit because businesses are businesses and money is always going to fluctuate. But if your definition of leadership is I always have to be on top, I always have to be the best, I always have to be achieving, then when you have an income dip, you're going to start to make it mean a lot about you. You're going to start to personalize what isn't meant to be personal. Money sometimes dips. It doesn't have anything to do with you as a person or your ability to lead. So when you take this definition of self-leadership, when you're facing a challenge like an income dip, it's more so about not, can I get it back? Can I get it back? Can I get it back? Can I get that money back? Can I get back to where I was? Which is what somebody who is has superficial leadership may try and do. It's more so about how can I lead myself through this? How can I meet myself where I am and process and be present with all of the emotions that are coming up? A lot of people, when they're in an income dip, they will try to get rid of the scarcity, to fix the unworthiness, to fix the fear. Self-leadership is the ability to know that you don't need to fix anything in the first place. Your scarcity is not a problem. Your fear is not a problem. Your feelings of unworthiness are not a problem. There's nothing to be fixed because you are already intrinsically whole and perfect. So when you feel these emotions... It's about leading yourself through them by going back to that core part of you that knows you're already whole, you're already perfect. There's literally nothing you have to do or become or change about yourself and allowing that part to lead you in these moments of challenge. So if you're in, let's take our example, you're in an income dip. It's getting back to, okay, how can I lead myself through this? Can I meet that part of me that's so scared and in scarcity Can I meet that part of me and can I lead it from my wholeness, from my soul, from that core part of me that knows I am fine? Can I meet that scarcity and instead of trying to make it go away and fix it, instead of trying to make a bunch of money so the world can clap for me, can I just be with that part of me and meet it and hold space for it and allow it and accept it? Because in our acceptance, we create transcendence. It's like the curious paradox. When we accept myself as I, or when I accept myself as I am, then I can change. We all run around trying to change all these things externally so we can feel different. So if you're somebody who's like, yeah, I really want to be more of a leader in my life. I want to be seen as a leader or I want to be embodied. I want to embody being a leader. I want to be a leader in my space. I want to be self-led, whatever it is. Instead of going out in the world and trying to achieve things so then you can feel like a leader, you've got to feel like a leader now. You've got to just make the decision that you are a leader. You lead yourself. How do we do this? Like I just described. You step into your wholeness. You go to the core of who you are. And you stop trying to fix things, change things, or make things outside of you different so then you can feel better. Because your feelings aren't something to fix. Your emotions aren't something to fix. 
that's self-leadership. To me, self-leadership is that ability right there. The ability to meet all of my emotions and all of my feelings from a space of grounded acceptance, from a space of, I don't need to fix this. It's totally fine that I feel this way. There's nothing wrong with me. It doesn't mean that I'm not a good leader because I'm feeling X, Y, Z. I allow, I lead myself through it by allowing those emotions and by being present with them. So what I want you to do after listening to this episode is I want you to sit down and I want you to really write down what does it mean for me to be self-led? What is my definition of leadership? How can I show up as the leader to myself? Because we can't take anybody where we haven't been. So you could try and lead people all day, but if you haven't been to the depths of you, you can never lead people there. You might be able to achieve things in the outside world, but that's going to be through a lot of hustle and a lot of force usually, right? But when you can go within and you can be present with yourself and you can lead yourself to these challenging situations by meeting yourself there, the outside just starts to take care of itself. Don't let leadership become another measuring stick by which you compare yourself to other people. Oh, she's more of a leader than me because she has more, she makes more money. Oh, she's more of a thought leader than me because her content is more unique. Whatever the fuck it is. Like wherever you're comparing yourself to other people and saying, oh, I have to follow them, they're the leader. Because again, this is where we start to put people on a pedestal. I don't think that it's healthy to put people above or below you in that sense, right? I don't want to pedestal other leaders and be like, oh, she's such a leader in her space. I could never be like that. Maybe you don't need to be like that. You know, and another thing to look at is like, how much do you care to be seen as a leader? If you care a bunch, like if it's super important to you that people just see you and notice you and see you as an xyz way why because if you need people to see you a certain way for you to feel like a leader or for you to feel good enough or whatever it is you're going to spend so much time trying to get people to see you the way you want to see the way you want them to see you and that's exhausting and also fucking impossible so I want you to journal and reflect on those two things. And I want you to know that the more that you can trust yourself to lead yourself, the more you're going to start to really be unwavering. You're going to start to really have your own back and you're going to start to feel confident making bigger moves because you're going to stop abandoning yourself. This is this podcast episode was a little bit hard to explain because honestly, a lot of this is more of a feeling than I can really put to words, but I'm hoping I'm expressing it in a way that resonates and that hits and that makes sense for you. Keep leading yourself through the challenges by no longer abandoning yourself when you're in the thick of it. That's leadership. That's what it is to me. And maybe go on your own exploration and definition of what it means to be a leader or to be self-led. Okay, 
I love you. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a review. Those are always amazing. So more people can find the podcast, share on your Instagram stories and tag me. My handle is Cassie Biltz. And of course, if you want to take this work deeper, this is part of what we do in the holistic business mastermind, the holistic business mastermind. I take you through the holistic business process, which is really helping you master number one, emotion sculpting. We help you master the somatic and nervous system and emotional intelligence, emotional skill sets of scaling your business to either your first 100K or your next 100K in a way that's calm, repeatable, full of certainty and joy. Because if it's not fun, what the fuck is the point? (laughs) Second part of the process that we guide you through in the holistic business process is your energy, your identity, embodying the version of you who already exists. This isn't about becoming somebody else. You don't need to change who you are to create what you want. If you think you do, you're going to be on a constant hamster wheel of trying, trying, trying to be better, to be different, to be more. That's not the vibe. But we do have to embody what's already within us and meet that with that energy. Meet, show up to our business with that 100K energy. And then step three of the holistic business process, we bring in the business skill sets. Things like my joyful sales process, my micro Facebook group strategy so that you can grow your business regardless of how tiny your audience is. I don't care if you have like 200 people. Perfect. Side rant, (laughs) totally unrelated side rant. If you can't sell to 200 people, having 2,000 people isn't really gonna help. Because there's still the same problem. You're not able to convey the value of your offer. So having more people, if, if you have a sales process or sales problem or a messaging problem isn't really going to, or maybe even offer problem, isn't really going to help. So sometimes we think like, oh, I need more people, I need more people. But really the issue isn't in the size of your audience. Rarely is it. So anyway, that's a tangent for another day. But phase three of the holistic business process is really bringing in those business skill sets, those simple strategies that allow you to build your business on a a solid foundation of A plus B equals C. When I do this, when I do this, I create these results. So if you want to join us in the mastermind, I'd love to have you click the link in the show notes to apply. If you want to chat one-on-one about it, just send me an Instagram DM and we can chat. All right. I love you. I'll catch you on the next episode. Adios.